I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get in such a rut when it comes to my quiet time. I don't know what scripture to read. I journal on and on about all my random feelings and I get so easily distracted. But what if I told you that there was a resource to make your time with Jesus more powerful and productive? We are so excited to introduce you to our new monthly subscription, The Tent, Encountering Jesus in Your Everyday. Each month, you'll get the resources and encouragement you need to revive your time with the Lord. This will include a monthly focus and challenge, guided prayers, and personalized content that we love. We're so excited to announce that we have an awesome deal for our For The Girl podcast listeners. We are giving you $5 off this monthly subscription, locking you in at only $10 a month. This opportunity won't last forever, so seriously, go sign up today. Head to ForTheGirl.com for more details and to pitch your tent to encounter God in your everyday. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. Mac and Ken's here. We are so, so excited for today's episode. Ken, yes. who do we have with us on the podcast we today? We have Kristen Whitney. She is a friend, the best, cool, fun, and guess what? She is from The, the bachelor. bachelor. I know we have some Bachelor girls out there. Yes, fan favorite, Kristen Whitney. She is, what season was she on, honestly? I should really know this. Um, she's going to tell us. Ben's? I think she was on Ben's. Oh, we should have looked But she's before. definitely on Bachelor in Paradise, too. Yeah, where I think she really shined. So anyways, she's so fun. We were actually roommates for a short period of time. She is. And honestly, that's when I started to really grow a love for The Bachelor because I got to live with her and I got to get to know her a little bit. And she told me a little behind the scenes, although she didn't like talk about it that much. You actually had to like ask her to get it out. Okay. Because she mostly just, you know, she's just like anybody else. But she was so legit and like loves the Lord so much and is so wise and just like a powerhouse woman of God. And I was like, whoa, you're on The Bachelor. And she really just like wanted to meet somebody. And I was like, oh, wow, you're like so legit and cool. And it gave me a whole new perspective for this show, honestly. Yes. You know so what I mean? I totally get that. I think that really yeah. does change it. When you meet somebody who's been in it and like you understand it more. Yeah. And not then, to say that I think that's the way you should like find love. But like I was like, oh my gosh, why not? you're legit and cool. Yeah. Why not? So, so anyways, before we get into our conversation with Kristen, though, yes. I think it's really fitting that we have one of the Bachelor's biggest fans ever yes. here with us for our Mac and Ken's mess up this week. That's me. Yes. Okay, guys. <laughs> so it's time for it. You know, it's time for it. Mac and Ken's mess up. Okay, so we have... 
Christy Zink. Christy Zink works here at Delight and at For The Girl. She is our marketing manager. She's yep. incredible. She's the behind best. the gram. If you're talking to people on the gram, it's probably Christy. Probably me. She uh. loves emojis. She loves coffee. <laughs> and she loves The Bachelor. Loves I the love bachelor. The Bachelor. Okay, wait. What was your favorite season? Favorite season. Um, I'm actually going back and watching Rachel Lindsay's season. You're watching you're it re- back. You're going back? Okay. Let's I've not never heard judge. somebody okay. do this. <laughs> wow. You know, it's good. It's so good. It's your favorite. I feel like you would be a Sean Lowe girl. Did you love Sean Lowe? I didn't watch back then. Oh, I'm okay. fairly new. I feel okay. like you'd be a Ben fan. I think I would be. Yeah. 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 Ben Higgins. We love Ben Higgins. Wow. I love The Bachelorette more though. Oh, okay. Why? Okay. I mean, you get to watch all the guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. true. That's true. Speaking of guys, so we brought Christy on to share her dating mess up story because yeah. this is like a this is an iconic story around the office. Truly iconic. And we were thinking of some fun stories to share and we yes. were like, we got to have Christy on. So Christy, yes. tell us about your date experience. Absolutely. So I'm the <laughs> queen of the dating apps. <laughs> she I, is. Low key, we all found it out one day and we were like, what? Yes. I know. My big secret. My You're under the radar. <laughs> under the radar for sure. So I matched with a guy on an app, Bumble, and seemed... What was your opening line? I don't even know. Something normal, I guess. <laughs> and we had okay. seemed to have a good connection. Hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up? You I brought, look cute. Yeah, probably not Probably that. not <laughs> I was know. like asking him like... I don't know, like what he likes to do for fun, whatever. And it seemed like he had a fun personality. Seemed like a really fun guy. And I, we decided to go grab coffee at Crema, place in Nashville. I didn't know what his job was. And you can guess maybe where this is going. And so we meet up at Crema. He's super nice. He gets there and I ask him in line. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, great, this seems like a cool guy. I'm like, hey, like, what's your job? Like, I know he was only available at weird times to meet up for okay, coffee. interesting. Yeah. He <laughs> goes, oh, I'm a professional balloon artist. He- oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was your facial expression? Because yes. you tend to I, put everything I'm on I'm sure face. that he knew in that moment that it was not going to be love because wow. I can conceal nothing. He- I mean, Christy, a professional balloon artist couldn't I mean, there are worse Unless things out like there. like, really professional. Well... Yeah, like, how professional is yeah. he? He's is he, like, iconic? He's, like, an international, like... Celebrity. Celebrity. In the balloon, in the balloon world. world. Okay, let's keep going, though. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. So, we... I'm like, oh, boy! And so... But the thing is, like, it wasn't, like, a low-key thing. Like, he went on to talk about his balloon art for the next hour. Oh. I find out, like, in-depth, like... All the balloons he made. He shows me his Instagram. He's really. He has an Instagram. He does have an Instagram. We I, won't. We won't tell. Well, I know. I don't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah. Um, he goes in depth about all the balloon art, and I'm just sitting there like, "Wow, this is great." Yeah. Uh huh. And so, but the worst part was the very end of the date. Okay. When he informed, he said, "Christy, if you could have a balloon, any balloon, what would it be?" And I'm like. I don't know. He presses me. He's like, come on. What would it be? What would it be? And then and I'm like, uh, an ice cream cone. He shows me on his Instagram the most recent balloon ice cream cone he'd made. And I'm like, I'm so impressed. Thank you for showing me. Yeah. And then he goes, he like leans in. He's like, 
I have balloons in my car. I can go make you one right now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like, Christy, please tell me you took him up on that offer. I didn't. You know, oh. he had told me too before, like when he first got there, he's like, yeah, I had to kind of park around the corner, which I knew was like a sketchy area. I'm uh, like, I'm not going, I'm not going back to your car for your balloon. Your balloon. Oh. Do you regret what, not down. getting the balloon? You know, I don't because the best part of the story oh, is, okay. <laughs> is oh, no. that I found going. out a month later that an acquaintance of mine also went on a date with the balloon boy. He must be really wow. good on these apps. Yeah, he's like, he's on a great the profile. He, what? Yeah, he seemed great. Wait, do you did you see any balloon art in his profile? Uh, no, truly not. Oh, oh he's so a secret. OK, but okay. he made a balloon for my friend on her date and it was kind of scary looking what was the what was the balloon well it was supposed to be the rose from beauty and the beast where okay. it's like with ink, the like glass thing over with it? the glass case and everything but it didn't look like that it looked a little like something else yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll let you, know, you use your imagination yeah, on we'll that you one guess guys there. it <laughs> yep <laughs> Um, so I really never want to see that picture ever again. So, um, wow. wow. I'm really glad I didn't get the, um, sketchy balloon. The ice cream balloon. Yeah. I mean, I'm sad. I'm sad. I would love to date a guy who was a balloon artist. That would just be a great secret to pull out of your pocket. Be like, yes, my boyfriend, (laughs) I'll make you a balloon. (laughs) Maybe you should set me up with him. You know what? I think I still have his number. I'll just be like, hey. I feel like if it was a side hustle, honestly, even weird. I don't think no. I'd even date someone as a side hustle. <laughs> no, he, it's, he told me it was his family business and he like lives oh at home. Goodness. He's like no. 28. Oh. Wow. I know. oh, poor guy. Poor I guy. Know. Okay. Well, wow. That was a great story. Christy, we're so glad that you joined yes. us for yes. this week's mess up. That was incredible. It really wasn't your mess up. I mean, it's nobody's mess up. It's just a good date story. I'm just trying to find love, you know? Just yeah. trying to find love out here. Same with all of us, though. Yes. You got to put yourself out there. You never know what you're going to get. Maybe you, you should go know. on The Bachelor. I would love to. Oh, <laughs> we're starting her application now. Yes. Okay, okay. But you guys, we're so excited for today's episode. It is seriously so good. Kristen's going to give us a little behind the scenes of her time on The Bachelor, as well as just speaking some life and truth into her singleness in this season and what God's been revealing about her and her heart and all the things. So get ready for an amazing episode. All right, we are here with Kristen Whitney. Kristen, tell everybody hey. What's up, guys? She's here in the office. We love her. I'm just excited that we are about to talk about dating all together. Girl chat. It's honestly one of the most mentally consuming at least for this age, my age too, one of the most mentally consuming topics. Yes. yes. Kenzie has a made up statistic that says that college yep. girls are thinking about it 60% of the time. It's made up. I always ask her where she got that from and she's like, oh yeah, I just made it up. Yeah. But we use it like it's a real stat. Yeah, <laughs> I would argue in certain seasons, for me it's weird because in college I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so weird. I was. I had other things going on. After college though, there's a time period of life that's I would give it eighty percent of the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot, I feel like that's the true. Coming up the when you have a crush, up. it really ups a lot. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, where did you go to college? Ball State. Ball State. Oh. Muncie, Indiana. We have an awesome chapter there. Yeah, that's really we cool. have a big delight chapter there. Wow, that's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, that's really. I'm Mac. Wait, I'm curious. 
how much is dating on your mind? Oh, it really does amplify when I have a crush. If I have a crush on a guy, it's like way more frequently. <laughs> but if not, I'm not going to give it 60% at all. I'd yeah, say okay. way lower. I don't. Okay, ha- I yeah. wish that if I had more time, maybe I would think about it more. Also, but- Kristen, why weren't you thinking about dating in college? Um, that's actually a great point. It's all about if you have a crush or not. So yeah. in college, <laughs> yeah. if I'm being real, I was very perfectionistic on like grades and I wanted my dreams to come true. So I was mm. all about like like success and all these things. Like I felt like I had to make my life happen and I was in a really spiritual season in my life, which is kind of a blessing that I was really trying to figure God out. So a lot of my mental space was going to like, well, God, if this is true, then why this? Um, Mm -hmm. I'm like thankful for that time. I just remember being like, so I, I couldn't care less about dating. Yeah. 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 It does amplify when you have a crush because it's like, you can be five years older than that. And you're like, why do I give this so much mental before you, ha- when you have a crush and you have to, you haven't figured out like if they like you back oh, or not. Shoot. It's it like takes 100? up a hundred percent of your brain space. Oh, I feel that's like it. That's you know, the secret so- yeah, it's yeah. such a thing. It's so crazy. Then I'm always they cringed out. I would love to talk a lot about that. Today, yeah, actually, I have I'm always thoughts. cringed out by myself whenever I have a crush. I'm uh, like, oh gosh, I need to chill. I need to yes. chill. I mean, every girl's got a little bit of crazy in them. I love it, but. Okay, before we jump into all this, we want to know what's your status? And then also, did you take the dating personality quiz at some point in oh life? Oh my gosh, we took it way back when. Like literally when we were forming the quiz, I tested it. When we lived I together, that. fun yeah. fact. Yes. yes. I feel like you were the independent maybe. I feel like you were mm-hmm. too. I was. Yeah. Definitely. She's like, definitely. <laughs> She's like, yes. I remember that. I am the independent. And are you single dating? I'm single. 28 and single. Um, dating... Uh, to answer that question, I'm open-minded. So okay. this year, like I have been more open-minded than ever as far as saying yes to dates and not just immediately shutting a door based on, you know, like f- if I'm fully in on this person, because yeah, for most of my life, it was like, I either know or I don't, yeah. you know, yeah. you'll, yeah. you'll know when you know, and people are like, why are you so closed off? I'm like, because I haven't met him yet. Yeah. But yeah. this year I've tried to shift that a little bit That's and be good. like, okay, God, like you can do anything. I'm not going to be so smug that I won't give this guy a date yes. or two and see if you can, if you're going to grow something. But yes, so that's where I'm at. That's, that's good. good. That's really good. So yeah. basically, any just, crushes this year? Okay, yes. Oh, we, you know, oh, we should have <laughs> named them. We should have named them in case they listen to the for the no, girl but just podcast. like you know, <laughs> have there been any crushes in 2020? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So she's on the hundred percent train. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's why it's a very relevant time to have okay. this. That's good. Have this podcast. Wow. wow. We love yeah. this. I love it. Okay, good. Good to know. We might get there later. Um, okay, <laughs> so we just have some fun questions to ask you because Great. As our listeners already know from the introduction, you were on The Bachelor. We actually didn't do our research beforehand, and I didn't know what season you were on. Oh, you're fine. I was on um, <laughs> Nick Vile's season. To this day, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Vile, Vial. Oh, we got it wrong. We guessed it then. Oh, we get we really I, led I our st- listeners astray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So the reason I decided my sister nominated me for the show, and the reason I agreed to it was because. I saw Ben on there the season before. It was one of the first seasons I'd watched. Mm. And I thought, she used to always say, I'm going to nominate you. And I was like, yeah, right. I would not date any of these guys. Like, I was so judgmental. I'm like, I wouldn't date any of these yeah. these dum-dums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got on there and, and watched uh, Ben's season. And I was like, dang, I would yeah. date someone like that. So that's why I said yes. Um, 
to going on. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. So you really did think it was going to be Ben. And it wasn't. No, I watched his season and then he got oh. engaged to Lauren and I was like, if then, guys like that can be okay, cast, it'll be a then guy maybe like it'll ben. be a guy like that. Let's, that makes let's sense. say and yes was, to the next interview and yes to the next okay. interview and yes to the next interview. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So, okay, so sense. tell us a little bit more about that. So how did you like get on the show? Tell yeah. us a little bit about the time on the show. We want to know like yeah. kind of the insider scoop. <laughs> okay, well... My sister had always said, I'll just be honest because we're podcasting. Yes. Um, <laughs> my life dream is to this day still to be on Dancing with the Stars. And I used to watch it and I did ballroom dance all through college and after and loved it. And so I would watch it and like my heart would race. I'm like, this is my dream. And my, then they would come up with the commercial for Bachelor because my sister and I would watch the two back to back Monday yeah. nights. And they would say, I personally am a huge Dancing with the uh, Stars fan. Girl, gets we'll my have heart to going. chat more later. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> so my sister would say, I'm going to nominate you. And I'm like, no, you're not. And I moved away. Um, couldn't stop thinking about it. Like I said, saw Ben season, saw that he was a good guy. My sister always said, this is your, it's not, you're not going on there for love. This is your vehicle to be on Dancing with the Stars and your other mm. dreams, which was like acting, speaking, all these things. Yeah. Um, so that I couldn't shake. And I moved and I was kind of getting over a little bit of heartbreak. And once I was free and clear, I'm like, you know what? Nominate me. <laughs> so we went home. I went home for her engagement. Mm -hmm. Crazy enough. I wow. introduced her to her now husband. So it was like all mm. a cute little thing. Wow. And she interviewed me on an iPhone on the front porch. And that was the first Whoa. step of like a 10 step interview process. Whoa. It's crazy. crazy. Were you so shocked crazy. when yeah. you got on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was and I wasn't. Okay, so after we interviewed, I went inside and I was like, I'm going to be on it. And I was, it was not an arrogant thing. Like, I'm like, dang, like there's a, they said there was a million girls that applied that year. Wow. And I'm what? like, there's no way, like, I'm not like the prettiest girl, like whatever. I show my personality, but I just had this feeling like in my spirit. It was yeah. so weird. And um, I don't know how deep you want to go, but I went back to my bedroom, which I didn't live in anymore. It was in, we were in, in, I was back in Indiana visiting. And the one thing left that I'd left when I packed up and moved everywhere, my mom had set out on the dresser and it was a white blank canvas. And on it was a red rose, painted mm -hmm. red rose. And I remembered to a time a year before that, when at my like young adults group, um, yeah. this kid had come up to me, he was like significantly younger. And he goes, Hey, I don't know what this means, but last night the Lord just told me to paint this for you and say, and I don't know, you can just ask him what it means, but I feel like it's over your life. Said those words to me, handed no me the canvas. Wow. I don't keep anything. Like I'm not overly sentimental. I'm not a pack rat. Don't keep anything. <laughs> this had stayed. It was probably that's two insane. years. Insane. Crazy. Whoa. That's Whoa. Really cool. Wow. Weird. Wow. Prophetic I word that you were going to be on The Bachelor. Yeah. So wild. Do you feel like now looking back on it that it was kind of like a part of God's story for you. It's so crazy because I think um, I still haven't fully seen what will come from it or what yeah. he'll bring from it. I think I'm just starting to see. I didn't do it perfectly, but I was able to be on there and be very honest about Jesus and be very yeah. honest about certain things that I stand for. And they did give me the opportunity to do that and like the respect to do that. Oh, um, cool. Not always the respect, but they gave me the space to yeah. do that. And yeah. the number of like young women and girls and whatever that had reached out and say, you get all the haters, so you have to try to drown that out. But the number of them that had reached out and overwhelming response and said like, 
thank you for giving me permission to be this way was mm. really freaking humbling. And so I don't know, I think in hindsight, I'll see um, even more. But yeah. I used to pray um, when I was going through the interview process every single night, I would say, God, if this is not you, shut the door. Because yeah. if you let me choose, I'm going to choose yes. Mm-hmm. And that was my prayer every night. I was like, I'm going to do this if you let me choose. Yeah, so if it's good. not you, you have to shut it. And I think yeah. that like is really applicable with relationships yeah, too. It's, mm. good. it's like, God, like I trust you enough to say, if this isn't you, shut the door. Mm. Because if you give me the green light, I want this and I'm going to go yeah, for it. You yeah. Know? yeah. That's wow. Really good. That's a word. That's yeah. so good. Just saying yes. Cause you, cause you had a desire. You like, you wanted to mm-hmm. and you're just like yeah I'm gonna say yes and then you tell me something different so okay curious did you not like Nick or oh no you didn't no, <laughs> no. I cried when I found out it was Nick <laughs> my roommate has a video I cried I walked in she told me and I just started bawling because you're like I'm not gonna do it anymore but you did it so I did it the funny thing is you as the women going on the show find out basically the night before you fly out who the bachelor is wow yeah that's crazy yeah so did most so people you, sorry go ahead i'm just curious though, did you get swept up in the emotions of it all though like i, I always feel like nick okay. yeah no that's a fair question i always feel like girls do that they, they're just like in the competitiveness of it yeah and it's they like, want to win oh, i think i like him and yeah then maybe you don't actually well and a lot of girls my friends who have been on the show and around there with me they're like you get in the bubble and you get caught up because you um, are not around any other men. So he just becomes all these yeah, things. Yeah. I will say the one thing you get caught up in is like, he was smoking hot. I was like, I didn't expect him. He doesn't yeah. like TV <laughs> as well. And you see him in person and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But even when I was around him, like I was such a little... I was like such a little green bean that it was so funny. Like all these other girls would like initiate a kiss with him. And I was just like trying to get my words together. I wasn't, (laughs) I was confident, but I wasn't confident in like the dating world. If that makes sense. That makes sense. How long ago was was this? Um, 2015, 2016. Okay. Four years. It's been a little while. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Well, it aired four years ago, I guess. So did you get really close with some of the girls in the house? I did. Yeah. Uh Mostly the ones who like a couple of them live in Nashville. So that's been cool. But that's really cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. We have a question for you. Um, okay. Cause I feel like this bachelor people, you guys all stick where you all kind of know each other a little bit at least. So if you had the chance to merge three guys from the Bachelor Nation world, what do we call it? Um, <laughs> to create the perfect guy, who would you pick and what parts of their like personality or looks or whatever? You love it. <laughs> <laughs> I came up with this question. I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> I kept telling Kent, I was like, that's a good question. It's funny yeah. you guys ask me this. You're like, I don't know. That's, that might be hard for you. I'm like, nope, got it. Easy. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had the biggest crush on Colton Underwood um he was a bachelor last no boy last last one yeah yeah recent yeah yeah yeah. so he'd be the top one um super sweet guy like kind of dorky like very cute kind of homeschooly and his big (laughs) shtick on there was like that he was the virgin yeah yeah yes um so like maybe his like innocence or it's like Play- yeah, absolutely. Playfulness, maybe. Yeah, playfulness and innocence. Okay. Yeah, okay. and, and also, he was witty. He was witty. Yeah. Uh, and he like bigger, taller, athletic guys. I do. Is he like, I have was to he say. like a football player? What, what's Kenzie he? knows this about me. Yeah. Oh, she likes. Chris the is athletes. super picky. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
The pickiest girl I know. Really? Honestly, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Which, so I'm glad to Sucks hear her 2020 goals to just try because she shuts a lot down. Yeah, she's right. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay, so we got Colton. Mm-hmm. So Colton and then Ben Higgins. Yeah. Um, I have so much respect for just who he is and like the way he handles relationships and people and, and his like life mission and purpose. Yes. Um, so those two and then... Um, my one of my good friends, someone who I did get close with on the show, now fiance, which mm-hmm. is Adam, um, Adam and Raven. Okay, so yes. they're getting married in May. So exciting! But Adam is just—he like sees everybody. He's very mm. successful in his career. He's very genuine. He doesn't care about any of the hype. He wants Raven mm. to shine. Like that's cool. Such a good guy. So, wow. And he's in commercial real estate. So I would take the three of them, make a baby. Grow him up to 28, wow. 29. There's your dream guy. Marry him. <laughs> so we got the innocent, sweet. Yeah. We got yeah. the philanthropist. The, the yeah. maturity, the purpose of Ben. And then we've got the like humility and success and smarts of this other guy. Of Adam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a guy. That is good. And I feel like really encompasses a lot of what you're looking for. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like that you didn't talk about looks that much. Yeah. Character. Matters most. Well, we do like the looks of Colton, right? Yeah, we do love the the athlete vibes. Yeah. Athlete vibes forever. (laughs) This is the truth. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, what is one thing about the Christian dating scene that totally cringes you out? (laughs) (laughs) The way you ask that. So one thing. I actually have a strong answer for this. Oh, Oh, bring it. Strong. well, actually, when I was in college, I was in a Campus Crusade, and it was always like, I'd like an opportunity to pursue your heart. And mm. to me, I was just like, can you just <laughs> say, can I take you on a date? Like, do you have to be so yes. Christian-y? Um, yes. The now pursue. that I'm the pursue your heart line. Mm. Now that I'm older, I think like because I've learned myself so much more, that really is that I value that. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. when a guy says, I want to pursue your heart, I'm like, Oh, like you're not a joker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I value yeah. it more, but it was just so overdone and uh, yeah. yeah. Campus I crusade. Mean, I'm with you. A guy that like kind of says, because the, the word pursue is a little overused, it's a little cliche. Yeah. A little cliche. But a guy who's like, I want to be really intentional with you. Yeah. Yes. You. I could, I could get down for that. Yeah. But you're right. It's That's all right. in the way you present it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I agree with you, though. I agree. I agree. Right That's with not you. my main one, though. If you want to <laughs> oh, know my main okay, one, your that main was one. in college. I'm over that now. now. I think my main one is, and I'm blessed to be in like a really cool like community of like Christian young adults and everything. Mm-hmm. But the struggle is the guys like we have a lack of men stepping up to the plate in a lot of ways and being willing to take a girl in a very like like loving, protective, like even holy way, like on a date. Mm -hmm, And it's very much that they just sit back and observe. Mm. So then the women are a lot of times being initiators Mm. because they're like, I want to, you know, I'm 30 years old and I'm like, just from reading the room and like, it's like, I'm 30 years old and I have Mm. all these like guy friends, but I don't need all these guy friends. Why will none of them just like say, Hey, I would like to get to know you a little better. And then I don't know if it's a fear of rejection. I don't know if it's like they want to keep their options open. Um, Mm. I think it's both. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But it's like there's not enough like healthy 
just like initiative like, initiative even if it's just coffee yeah like there's yeah. not enough healthy initiative yeah yeah, yeah. I think wow. so many people these days are just so afraid of rejection and so it's like the thing that holds people back so many times oh yeah it's like even if a guy asks you out for coffee there's like a chance he could get rejected yeah. and that feels weird and yeah. yeah I think all around in kind of especially in the Christian dating scene it's like almost there's almost too much of a sense of caution to there where is. like now everybody's freaked out all the time and so yeah. everyone ends up dating outside of like the group yeah and yeah that's fine but a lot of times like it's just too bad because it's like there's there's growth and there's things that can be mm-hmm. gained in it so. yeah yeah that's so good it's yeah so true. and I think that's so much of I think we are dating in a very interesting time. I think that mm-hmm. like just the world that we're in today is so crazy. Like there's, it's so different than even how our parents dated yeah. and everything like that. Like there's just so many new factors that weren't a part of the game, you know, so many years ago. And so I would just ask like looking at kind of our culture today, what do you think is like maybe like a gift or something that's really awesome about it? Like the way that we get to date today, mm-hmm. but then also like, what's another like negative or thing that has actually made it really hard to date today? It's a great question. Um, I think that the thing that is a gift about today is say in our parents' (laughs) generation, people compromise, like they just chose out of convenience. Our grandparents, it's like, well, he lives across the street from me. (laughs) And you get married and I do feel like there's more to overcome yeah or even with my parents it's like you graduate high school together it's like well we dated um he's cute I I don't want to lose him let's get married and so what's so cool about today is that we do have a lot of options and we are able to look for compatibility and leadership and all these things that bring us to life and help us to be the best Mm -hmm. version of ourselves Mm -hmm. um However, the other issue is the exact same like flip side of the coin. We mm-hmm. have so many options mm-hmm. and it's like such a consumer's field. And it's like, well, that's okay. If they make me mad or if they do one thing wrong or if I don't like one thing about, you know, their past or if they X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. there's a thousand fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just choose another coin. And mm-hmm. I think even in Nashville, one thing I've heard from a lot of girls, like there's a, there's a heavy um, amount of like, beautiful successful women here mm-hmm. and there's maybe not as many men like stepping up to the plate so it can lead to a lot of like you know just mm-hmm. yeah yeah whatever the word is I'm looking for there but mm-hmm. so many options yeah so yeah. many options I, I think you're so right there's like an apathy in our dating culture today I think mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you know I think in a lot of times it's just like waiting and even I think even girls today and I love when you talked about how you're kind of like you're like okay but like God's calling me to be more open because yeah. mm-hmm. be more because I think so many girls we're just like waiting for the perfect guy perfect to like guy. fall into our laps yeah. and like we don't ever have to do anything mm-hmm. to find him and I think that a part of it is you have to be open to these opportunities and these things and not Mm -hmm. just like sit back and wait. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't always mean that you have to go like asking a million guys to coffee or anything like that. Like, I don't think you should necessarily be doing that. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there's a posture that both men and women need to have when it comes to dating. And Mm -hmm. that we, I think it's so funny that we're all so afraid to talk about it with each other. Like we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it behind closed doors with our girlfriends, but then like we never talk about it with with men actually and I think that there's if we started talking about it more and like understanding each other more there could maybe be Mm. a lot more like healthy growth and change yeah when it comes to the dating culture especially in the Christian world yeah that's good 
Okay, you guys, have you checked out ForTheGirl.com? We have the cutest merch, amazing books and resources. That's also where you can find the tent and so much more. Also, while you're at it, follow us at ForTheGirl on Instagram. We have so many exciting things coming this year. Welcome to the For The Girl fam. I can, I like challenge myself all the time on this is living with FOBO, which I don't know if like the Lord gave me that word or I heard it. I think he, the Lord gave me that because he probably was like trying to smack me a little bit, but it's fear of a better option. So mm. good. So good. <laughs> I think That's that good. cripples so many people. So yeah. many people. I was talking to yeah. one of my best friends the other day and we were both saying that we were like, we are not going to like believe the lie that the next option is the best option yeah. because that really can, I think that's really mm-hmm. what messes so many people up today. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. that guy that I saw on Instagram is like, yeah. technically, I could like be with him. You know, mm-hmm. all these different yeah. things. And I think guys and girls do it. That's oh, so yeah, good. Both we do. We both do it. Yeah. yeah. FOBO. I like that. Wait, do you find yourself getting caught up in that sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a big part of your story. Yeah. Wow. You're not going to mm-hmm. share any with us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say it's like, it's just kind of a fear, a fear of mine because I'm so dead set on not wanting to settle yeah. that it's very rare that someone I'm with someone where I'm like, I don't want to be with anyone else right now. Yeah. You know, that feeling of like, yes. there's, there, this is good because of X, Y, and Z, but something's missing. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't really have the answer to that. It's like, maybe that's because I haven't met the right person yet. Maybe that's because of an unhealthiness in me that God still needs to work on. But I do want to open the conversation with the Lord about FOBO. Like, do I do yeah. this too but much? What do you, what are you saying about, Yeah, you know? Yeah. I love what you said about the first thing too, about the positive thing is that the, it's so good that we have options because we can look for somebody and we can find somebody who does like so complement our character and like yeah. our weaknesses and who can empower us and push us forward and challenge us. And that's so real. And I think the the key is, is when you find that, when you find somebody who challenges you mm. and compliments you mm. and pushes you, like you found it, like you found, yeah. you found that and you could get so caught up in the things that don't matter, but there's things that matter and then there's things that don't matter. And if things that matter are there, I think you got to get rid of the FOBO. That's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really good. So yeah. I've learned that a lot and cause I'm so the same way. I'm like, oh my gosh, there could be a million things out there and it comes to a point where you're like, okay, there's like, there's things that matter. And if he has those things, then I'm like, then I should be all in. If I'm looking at things that don't matter, that's my problem. That's like, then it's like a me thing and not a him thing. And I so often make it a him thing. You can twist anything to make it a him thing, but really it's a you thing. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. All right. Anyways. Before we, I have a random question that's not on, um, we didn't plan for this, but we were talking about crushes. And I think that Uh this is actually something we should talk about because you talked about how it can be so all consuming Uh and just like even diving into deeper into that, like what is, what is it about it that's so all consuming and how has that maybe like either maybe gotten in the way or Mm. like messed with like expectations or things like that? And how can we as women kind of steward our crushes better because good, dude. I feel like that's something I've relevant. learned yeah. over mm-hmm. the years. <laughs> you have. Good. Well, well you can share learn. after me. Yeah. yeah. 
So something I'm very, very newly learning is that every day we're given like a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of mental space. And we have to be, and honestly, and then our heart, tie our heart in with that too. We have to be very protective with all of that. And I think we can so easily prostitute it out without meaning to, and then be like, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. How am I like, being obsessive compulsive about something that I don't even know if it's real or not because I've not even tried it. And am I overlooking real things in the name of like being obsessive about something that I'm trying to win, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think there's a couple of things that I am learning. Um, and, and the number one thing is boundaries. If you, um, I'm starting to develop the perspective. Like I do believe with my whole heart, like the man is to pursue. So if he's not pursuing you, there's a reason. Yeah. He's not for it. You know, like Mm -hmm. they're not for you. Um, But I still believe in like enough boundaries for yourself and respecting yourself enough that then maybe you can't be friends with that person or maybe you can't like follow that person on Instagram or maybe you can't, you know, or Mm. the other caveat to that too is, I think there's a lot of power in communication. Mm. So as a girl, like even as a, you know, whatever age you are, girl, it's like if you have like prayed about something and you need to get it off your chest, like have that conversation, get it off your chest, like share your heart, say where you're at. And then moving forward, don't put any expectations on it. And then moving forward, Mm. set boundaries for yourself. And I think you'll really free yourself up because it's not the wondering anymore. The ball is now in that person's court. Yeah. Because what you think and how you feel in the situation matters. So it's like both parties matter. And when Mm. you just internalize a crush in like a friendship or in like a Even like a, dis- I guess you don't have the conversation if it's someone you don't actually know. Yeah. That would be a different topic, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that crushes a little Boundaries too far are away. Creepy. Yeah. Little, yeah. <laughs> Boundaries are creepy. You need a therapist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We've all been there. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. But I think like you put the ball, you, you get it off mm-hmm. of your chest. So you're not carrying it alone. Like you're not carrying it alone anymore. And then it's you good. can be free. And it's yeah. like, because a man is to pursue, it's like, they can do what they want with it. But then you set the boundaries for yourself of like, I did my part and now yes. my boundaries are like, I can't do hangouts and then yeah. maybe I can eventually. But right yes. now I'm healing from the fact that this wasn't for me. So while I'm healing, I can't do this. That's yes. so good. So yes. Good. And that's so relevant to honestly what we were talking about before about fear of rejection. Like that's a solution. Like we yeah. all, our culture is a fear of rejection. We'll just be brave and like, just yeah. bring it up. If you get rejected, you whatever you'll he be thank you you'll, like yeah yeah you'll be free yeah no so i love that like it just communicate it yeah. yeah yeah i think if you communicate it what the trap is is you're not realizing like you're just not being kind to yourself yeah and it's like you only have a certain amount of energy and, and yes. mental space every day and your heart is very tender like women's hearts are very yeah. um they can be so strong in, in career and all these areas, but when it comes to love, like they're pretty weak because we're yeah. we're like made to be desire that. Yeah, yeah, to desire that and to be like mm. so it's like you have to be kind to your heart and be like, listen, I'm actually gonna get bounce back from this so much faster than I would yeah. if I just kept internalizing it. That's yes. so good. And I, you know, I've always realized about myself too that like my feelings are so much deeper when 
when they're in the clouds than when they're like grounded Real. in reality, yeah. you know? And yeah. so something that God's just like That's told good. me over the years is just been like, all feelings have to be grounded in reality That's before right. they come truth. And, right. um, mm-hmm. I think that we, as women, like there's two ways we can like ground something in reality. Number one, it's like, is it true? Like, is it, mm-hmm. is it actually truth? Mm-hmm. Like meaning, Hey, have the conversation with the person, mm-hmm. like figure out, is it truth? Or, or secondly, clouds, yeah. yeah. Or secondly, like, I think that truth is found truly in Jesus. And so like bringing it to him, but when yeah. we bring it to him, we don't bring it with like, okay, God, this is what I want. And this right. is what I feel. We bring it and say like, God, I'm releasing this into your hands. That's and right. I trust you enough to know that this is, if this is a part of my story, it's going mm-hmm. to unfold yeah. and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, and we, you talked about this a little bit at the yeah. beginning. If it's not, then like, I know that like mm. your truth is so much bigger and better and I can trust that. And That's so good. I think for any of us that have crushes or whatever it is, just mm. like ground it in truth, ground it in truth, ground yeah. it in reality. Like, and in that you will find like your answer. If you leave it in the clouds, you're going to be, you can dream up the most perfect story ever, yeah. but it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. It's an illusion. That's what I yeah. would say. I'd be like, it's an illusion. It's yeah. smoke and mirrors. It's like yeah. talking to yourself, you know? Yes, literally, yeah. Until you ground it into reality, it's like, it's actually just an illusion. It doesn't yeah. matter like what he said, she said. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. What your matter. friend said. Yeah. What your friend what your said. Friend said yeah. What your journal said. What your friend's dream said. Yes. Like, yeah. None of it matters. Yeah. Um, even in like, and I think there's probably a lot of girls listening to this who have good guy friends or whatever. And it's like, even in those situations, it's, it doesn't matter. You can nitpick all day of like, well, this meant this and this meant this and this meant that until you ground it in reality by either having that conversation or if you're strong enough to just move on and say it's not a thing until it is a thing. Yeah. Until he pursues, you know, until he initiates, but, um, or yeah, then, then it's still, it's it's in the clouds. So yeah. 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 I love that. Wow. So good. Good, Okay. I'm curious. What's, um, a quality in a guy that you're like really holding out for and maybe Mm. even something you believe like everybody should genuinely hold out for Hmm. um I have to be completely honest like spiritual leadership like I I think that what I've learned in dating and friendships and everything along the way is like I I'm strong and I need someone who Oh, there's two parts to this answer. I, um, I've walked with, I've been like fortunate enough to walk with the Lord for a long time. Um, and I don't think I'm going to like discount, I'm I'm not going to discount like the number of years. It's, I'm definitely not going to discount the number of years someone's walked with the Lord. Absolutely not. Yeah. But what I mean by that is I need someone who I can feel led by instead of me feeling like I'm bringing us back to truth and I'm getting us involved in X, Y, and Z. And yeah. I'm, you know, I want to feel like the, in honestly, spiritually, I don't want to feel like the stronger vessel. Yeah. And I, um, I think I, I used to think I could cause it's like every, like, it's just not, you don't have to be that picky or that specific. Mm-hmm. But as I've walked that out and seen what that's looked like, um, in my life, I really am looking for mm-hmm. yeah, that, um, leadership. My mom would get on here and, and argue and be like, your walk with the Lord is very independent. It's very like personal and it's, it's you and Jesus. Like your husband's not going to fulfill that. And I do agree with her. I hear <laughs> what she's saying. Yeah. It is true. I think I will be a better version of myself if he is at least equal or stronger in, in spirituality so, yes. or in his faith with Jesus. That is one of the areas yeah. I think like we often, I mean, you're 28, you've been mm-hmm. dating for a while now, and mm-hmm. I've seen friends, people, whatever, 
I looked at you, Mac. Did not mean to look at you before this. <laughs> I said this. I'm still single, so no. I haven't settled yet. <laughs> I look about to say something like kind of negative. I look at Mac. <laughs> no. Um, no, but um, I think that is one thing that su- so it seems surprising, but it's 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 hard. So it's one thing we let go of a little bit and justify. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah. well, as long as they like know the Lord, or like maybe Enough. they're just like younger and like new in their faith, or like maybe they're just like you know, they're still like passionate, but they're not like making good choices, but he has that passion. Like we justify so many areas of it. And I think it is one thing that we like lower our standards on shockingly, just because we're like, okay, well, well, if he's a little like this and it's so seriously, so important. Yeah. Yeah. that You like, are like, no, I'm holding out for somebody who is going to lead me. I didn't come this far to, you know, be a spiritual leader by any, in any way. And so it's like, it's not like, and it's like, you don't want them to fake it. So you do kind of want it to be authentic and, um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the things that matter, that's one thing that matters. That's huge. That's huge. And I think like, that is so important. And I have been realizing lately, like, it's probably not going to look like what we think it's going to look like. Yeah. Like, it might not show up in the package we thought it was going to be. Right. <laughs> but that God knows those desires of our hearts and, like, he hears those and, and isn't going to, like, just, like, nope, not a part of your story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't that's know. I just good. think that that's cool that I think it's good for us to remember that God God gives us things in really unexpected ways. So, honestly, who knows what it's going to look like in uh, the end. <laughs> but, um, okay. Who knows? Who That's knows? the exciting part. We got to get yeah. excited about that. I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Can't Mystery. wait. Can't but wait to see who you end up with, I Kristen. can't wait to see who you end up with, girl. <laughs> um, we'll make them listen to this podcast. Yeah, we'll be like, remember like, when. Remember before you came into the picture. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. One thing I've said, like, one thing I've heard in my head over and over a lot lately in regards to that is when I'm trying to figure it out is like I didn't come this far to only come this far you know Mm. that's really good when it comes to that yeah that's really good really good good. yeah and I guess just speaking of that um you know 28 single I'm 27 single and like yes solidarity yes and there's like moments where I look around at other people and I'm like it came so easy for them. Like they just Mm. found it so quickly, so young and like they're, you know, already living into that and getting to do that. And there are definitely moments in my own life where I stop and go, all right, Lord, what about me? You know, like, hello, I'm still (laughs) Still here, here. still like, (laughs) you know, following you. So like being obedient, doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And so do you ever get moments where you're just like so discouraged and almost frustrated at God that like it hasn't happened for you yet? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the hard part is for me when I get really upset is when I start to feel like it hasn't happened because something's wrong with me and I'm going to have to settle and compromise. Mm, Um, and, and what I mean by that is like, is like, I'm going to have to settle for not really liking this person, but believing that it's going to grow. You know what I mean? Because they love Jesus. So it's like, I'm going to have to go into something where I'm like, there's a million places I'd rather be right now, but that's dramatic. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't desire you that much, but like you really love the Lord and you're Mm. very spiritual. And so I'm just going to make it work because that's what it matters. And the other stuff I shouldn't Mm. idolize and you shouldn't idolize it. But, Mm. um, that's when I, that's when I squirm and it's like, God, like, Hey, like been doing everything right. Well, not, not everything right, but (laughs) been doing my best and, and believing you for this. And I've always felt like I would have this big God glorifying, like even sensational type of love story, which Mm. probably needs to come down off the cloud on that one, but still like this, this story where it's like, I've always believed that I would look at him and, and be like, 
now I understand why it never made sense with X, Y, and Z. And the fear that creeps in and the lie that creeps in is that it's not going to be that way. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, that's when I'm kind of like, Lord, it's not like I need this right now. I just need you to remind me that that's the that's yeah. the truth yeah. you know yeah and that's yeah. the promise oh yes so many times so many times when you you seriously do and I think that I think that there's mm. something to it of I I really believe we talk about it all the time but that like your intimacy on earth is so mirrors and reflects like the intimacy you experience with God and mm. so like oftentimes I look at those seasons of my life where I grow impatient or I get frustrated. And usually it's because mm-hmm. I've put up a wall between me and God. Right. Like I've kind of like distanced myself from him a bit and been yeah. like frustrated and angry and prideful and, or like, you know, hating on myself. And so mm. I think that when we're in those seasons, That's good, it's always an invitation to press into Jesus deeper That's right. and be like, find that fulfillment there first and always. Mm. And then yes. once you do you, when you do that, you gain more understanding and That's you gain right. more perspective Yes. And so I because you really can. Yeah. And you really can find that same thing. Like even those words yeah. that you're describing and like falling in love, like mm. sensational and yeah. like just like romantic and exciting and stirs emotions and love and excitement. Like all that can like, it sounds so like cheesy, no, it's but so it real. seriously yeah. can be found like with yeah. the Lord. And I've seen that in, yeah. I've seen that in you. I've seen that in some of my people yeah. that I've just seen and look up to who like seriously are so content in their singleness because they're so wrapped up in the love That's of God, so you know, good, and they girl. like genuinely are. It's like, seems impossible, but it is possible. But it's so possible. Yeah. It's like an adventure. It's like every day is a new adventure with him. It's mm. so good. Yeah. I think too, and just to, add this quickly is like if you're a girl listening to this and you're going through heartbreak or you do have a crush or you have these things like and you feel like Paul when he says like x amount of times I asked you to remove this from me but time after time you said my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfected in your weakness Mm. I have found that the times when I was heartbroken or the times when I was hurting over a guy like are my most they drive me to so much intimacy it's Mm. like it's like almost a necessary disappointment for the sake of intimacy and the Lord just like gave me this uh, picture a few weeks ago. Of, like, he's like, I want you to take your heart. He was like, do you trust me? Mm. And I'm like, I say I do, but I guess I don't because I'm hurting, you know. It's like, I want you to take your heart in your hands and I want you to hand it to me if you trust me. So I like literally like a dumb dumb like in this restaurant in the corner like doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to do this now. I have to do yeah. this now. And um, yeah. it's like in that there's so much like love that in and emotion and sen- like you were saying sensationalism that he has for you like he can entertain your heart yeah. he really can we just have to be willing to give him our yes. hearts so good. yes so good yeah and i wonder it makes me wonder too of what it like how our desires for like worldly love and intimacy changes when we really are in Mm. that depth of love and intimacy with our father because Mm. I think they really do change like I think when you're deeply like and wrapped up in the love of God you're like what you desire your flesh what your flesh desire looks a lot different when it's so connected to your father versus like kind of disconnected that's good so I don't know just something to think about even for myself personally Anyways, okay, so speaking of the girl who is, has just been waiting for somebody and is maybe in your shoes, just maybe anxious about being single, um, what would you say to her? Like, what's one final thought that you would leave with her, something that maybe God's been revealing to you that you just want to share with her or something you want to empower mm. her in or something that you've learned 
that you would say to her as well? Everyone's story is different. Don't compare your story yeah. to anyone next to you. Um, your story is beautiful for a reason. Everything He's made all things beautiful in their time. Um, and I would just say it's all about your focus. Mm. So take that energy, take that emotion, take that desire for what you want and shift that focus towards number one, intimacy with Jesus. Cause like you said, that's going to freaking change everything. Mm-hmm. And then number two, your dreams, your career, your church, like take that focus and go all in and, and give all that passion to what's in front of you. And I can promise you, like you'll find yourself it's like there's so much power in where we put our focus. Yeah. And so yeah. just guard your focus and put it into those things that are going to take you to where you want to go with your goals and with your relationships and in your walk with the Lord. Um, and just watch what he does like <laughs> with all of that. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. That's so I think that's so impactful so for good. so many girls. And I love that we started with talking about that like when you have a crush, it's a hundred percent of your focus. But what if you <laughs> yeah. shifted that focus? What if you took that focus uh, and put it into the things that God yes. is speaking over your life? Like your church, your like community around mm. you, the dreams that God has placed in your heart. Like, yes. wow. And I hate that thing when people say like, Oh, it always finds you when you're not looking for it or whatever, but it's probably true. It's probably, yeah, true. It's probably true. Just because we're yeah. caught up in doing the things yes. that God really yeah. has for us and along the way and unfolds and we're not sitting there watching the clock waiting for it to happen. So yeah, it's like so that important. age old quote. And there's so much, like you said, like fruit in life in those things that you won't feel a lack. Like I've been yeah. so contently single for 20 years. I mean that like yeah. every, yeah. the reason I've gauged every guy like who has maybe come around, I've been like, yeah, I mean you add a little bit. But I honestly am, it's not enough for me to want to give it a lot of time and and attention. And Mm. so it's like when you become so fulfilled in the things that the Lord has for you, like you won't be needing your story to be like the girl next to you who got engaged at 22. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You're picky, but you're picky because <laughs> you're so content. <laughs> it's really true, though. Picky for really Jesus. True. Yeah. It is true. I love I it. Know. Wow, Kristen, you're the best. Are you going to go on The you Bachelor round the two or what? Yeah, maybe I'll go back. Yeah. Guys, should I? <laughs> round two. You should. Yeah, you should. We'll start a Nashville <laughs> one for you, just for you. That'd be cute. And we'll we find you uh, eligible bachelors in the city. Oh, that's I'm listening. All the athletes we know. Yeah, <laughs> that's so fun. I'm listening. Because we know a lot. We don't well connect. Nashville is not the city for athletes, me. Well, I guess some. I hear but. Colorado. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you moving? <laughs> Vacation. Long weekend. Long. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this has been so fun thank you so much for hanging out with us today Thanks, guys chatting so love dating relationships all the things where can everybody find you if they want to come and like hear more from you you guys can find me on instagram um kristen c-h-r-i-s-t-e-n my mom was overly creative <laughs> underscore whitney um or on twitter kristen underscore may i don't tweet as much i used to live tweet bachelor but i don't tweet as much there okay um or hopefully in person around nashville somewhere and then my final question for you is what do we think is happening on the bachelor this season oh my gosh so okay Uh confession time i haven't been watching (laughs) no way this is the first time i honestly haven't been watching either but i kind of stay i love to stay in the scoop like yeah 
Um, I used to do rose rants and I'm going to start them again because they had a really great response, but I've just been traveling a lot and pretty busy this, this season so far, but I'm curious to catch up and see what's going on. Okay. I've heard it's a great season. I've heard people say that too. Have you been watching? I've been watching a little bit. My, Mm -hmm. he literally went to my high school. Is that crazy? No, that's right. Cause you have Chad and Gianna. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. Crazy. Yeah, so I'm kind of intrigued. Chad, yeah, yeah, that's I'm not intriguing. Like, yeah, I'm not like totally committed. You know, are you embarrassed? I know. Even watching. <laughs> no, Ken's I would just of. like here and there catch up on Hulu like later in the week. Yeah, or yeah. Night, yeah. yeah. You'd yeah. be like doing like a million perfect, things, yeah. kind of have it in the background. On she loves it's to entertain with Bachelor. Actually, last year when we were on tour, one night it was like 2 a.m. and she's like, "Let's just watch a little Bachelor before bed." And I was like, "It's a great show. I love watching it." I just have been it's very time so consuming much. it's very it's a lot of hours so long yeah it's a lot of hours it's yeah two and when I was doing the rose rants I started to do them for um paradise and I did them the first week I think and it was Monday for two hours and Tuesday for two hours what? I'm like this is half this is a part-time job yeah. yeah seriously that's like crazy wow yeah big deal big deal okay right. well we'll just have to wait and see what happens at the end of the season but thank you so much yeah we'll talk with you soon bye love you guys